0: Immigrant rights groups are organizing to put public pressure on Governor Jared Polis to sign House Bill 1100. It would prohibit state and local governments from renewing or entering into contracts with ICE, the U.S. Immigrations and Customs Enforcement Agency, to house people suspected of civil immigration violations. The bill would also restrict state and local entities from selling government-owned property to establish a privately managed or owned immigrant detention facility. It would prohibit paying to construct one and ban local government entities from receiving a payment from a private entity operating that type of facility. KGNU's Rosanna Longo-Better spoke with Aya Al-Durazi, a bilingual community organizer with Together Colorado. They talked about the consequences of the governor not signing House Bill 1100 and how they're expected to impact detention centers and immigrants.
1: I have the opportunity to speak with Aya Al Aldurasi. Aya co-leads the immigration space at Together Colorado. She's a bilingual community organizer. I would like if you can explain what's the main goal of the HB 231100. And what specific problems does it seek to address? Recently, there was a study that came out
2: that said, if ICE has access to more beds, the risk of an undocumented immigrant being arrested increases dramatically. And so with this, what we're trying to do is limit the risk that undocumented immigrants have in Colorado of being, being detained by ICE by removing some of those beds And right now we're starting with local jails and prisons, which this bill is what is going after, is saying ICE can no longer have those contracts with our local jails and prisons to hold immigrants.
1: What is the current status of detention centers in Colorado? And what are the concerns associated with their growth or operation?
2: Yeah, so currently in Colorado, we have one private detention center, GEO in Aurora, that most folks are familiar with, which has majority of, of the immigrants detained. And we also have five IGSA contracts, intergovernmental service agreements between ICE and, and local jails and prisons. And those are throughout the state of Colorado. And so this bill will take away those contracts from those different states, while also saying there cannot no longer be new private detention centers here in Colorado.
1: One of the questions that people are asking is, how are they funded?
2: And are you speaking on the GEO Center specifically? Yes. GEO is a, a private company, private corporation. And so the federal government is what is funding that because as the more people that they are detained, they pay per individual per day. So the company is getting funded per individual that's coming in from the federal government that gives money to ICE that then turns it to GEO.
1: I have been receiving texts and also emails saying, write to the government, make sure that he signs it, because otherwise your own taxes go to add more detention centers. Is that correct?
2: Taxes in terms of our federal taxes, Mm -hmm. yes, and our local jails and prisons where our taxes also go to fund our local jails and prisons, we're giving to being able to hold immigrants. So if we were to take away that immigrant portions, our funds go to the jails, but not towards detaining those immigrants.
1: What are the arguments for and against the HB twenty three eleven zero zero?
2: Yeah, the reason we're supporting it is because we believe that Everybody should have a dignified life, and a dignified life does not mean being in jail. Immigrants who are being detained haven't committed any crimes. They've only, they're have only they undocumented, and that's the only thing that's keeping them in the detention centers. So we don't believe anybody who's cre- committed a crime should be held in a jail or a prison and seen as a criminal. So that's why we're saying, and we want to just give them back that their dignified life and let them be home with their families. We've heard from the Teller County Sheriff who couldn't really bring a a good argument into testimony. He was just saying how great the jails and prisons are, which if if you've ever entered a jail or prison, it's, it's not this resort that the sheriff was trying to portray. And that's really the one thing that he would say is just that they're providing them with this amazing living space, which just isn't
1: true what will be possible consequences of not passing HB 2311 in terms of immigration policies, immigrant rights, and detention conditions?
2: Yeah, without it, if this bill gets vetoed, immigrants are still going to be having that, that higher risk of being detained just by having these contracts alone. And so Obviously, Colorado has always been this welcoming space for immigrants. And if we want to continue being that welcoming state, we need to be able to to protect our immigrants at all costs. And that means taking away these contracts. That's a a big reason why. And as detention and deportation increases here in the U.S., we're at risk of getting another private detention center here, which nobody in our community has really liked, right? Like we've always been against having private detention centers here in Colorado. And so as it increases, we have that risk of getting a new detention center, which is something
1: that Colorado
2: has never really stand for.
1: What has been the legislation process and what are the prospects for HB 231100 to be approved?
2: Yeah, we started in the House, got it passed. We were um, in Judiciary Committee, and we were able to get that passed, even with some opposition. We've really just had opposition from Teller County Sheriff, a little bit from Offutt County. Once it was passed through the House, we went into the Senate, where it also passed. And then once it passed both chambers... Now it's just awaiting the signature of the governor, which he has 30 days to sign. So if he does not sign by June 7th, HB 231100 will become law. But we did ha- we do have opposition wanting him to veto. And if it vetoes, therefore it will not become law.
1: And so it's at risk. What would you like uh, people to know about this? Why is it this something so urgent or might as well say for those who feel they are not affected by this legislation. And why are you requesting action from the part of the residents of the public?
2: Yeah, I think one thing that we we need to come to realize is that we're all affected by immigration policy, whether we see it or not. We go to we go to school with with <clears throat> our undocumented communities the stores we go to, the churches we sit in, we lose community by continuing to detain and deport immigrants. And if we want to continue living in a striving community, we need to continue protecting um, our immigrant families, no matter what their status looks like. And so that's why this law is so important and we need everybody to stand behind it because we want to continue to live in that striving and welcoming space. And that starts with the protection of our immigrants. And that starts with this bill.
1: Are there precedents in other states or at the federal level that can provide additional insight into the potential consequences of not passing legislation similar to HB That so, So one thing that... People haven't realized is that DACA
2: is at risk of of being taken away, and so with DACA, if and when and if it gets um, taken out, that is thirty thousand immigrants here, just in Colorado, who will now become undocumented, who will be at risk of being deported if this law doesn't get passed. Right? If we are able to lower the risk of all undocumented immigrants, that then protects those DACA recipients who. Are at risk of getting their status taken away.
1: Wow, that's huge. I have been speaking with Aya Aldurazzi. She is bilingual community organizer for Together Colorado, and we have been talking about the legislation HB twenty three eleven zero zero in Colorado that. It's trying to limit the creation of more detention centers, and it is at this moment sitting at the governor's desk to be signed into law. For KGNU, I am Rosana Longo-Better. Thank you so much.
0: And to find out more about House Bill 1100, you can go to TogetherColorado.org. For a longer version of this interview in Spanish, tune in this Sunday, June 4th at 4 p.m. to Pasa la Voz, KGNU's weekly Spanish-language public affairs program,